0: Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to talk about roadblocks to communication. I think communication is essential. It is paramount. How your marriage goes is going to be how your communication goes, because you can have everything in your marriage set up to be successful, but if you don't have communication set up, nothing else runs. Like oil in an engine, it makes everything go. You run out of oil, you ruin the engine. You run out of communication, you ruin the marriage. And so I want to give you three pitfalls, three roadblocks for you to avoid in your communication. So here we go. Number one, making assumptions. Making assumptions shuts down constructive communication. It halts your ability to further empathize with your spouse and understand each other. Why? Because we've made an assumption. You've made up your mind. And so it's difficult to level with one another in some sort of meaningful way regarding whatever topic is at hand. So when you make an assumption regarding your spouse, what you're actively doing is this. You're refusing to empathize and see their point of view. When you make assumptions, you are shutting down their ability to to communicate further with you. When you make an assumption, you're provoking them and you're actually adding unnecessary strain in the middle of your situation or the marriage itself. When you assume you are escalating any conflict that you're actually trying to resolve at that point. And when you make assumptions, you damage the trust that you've built together. I mean, ultimately, I want you to understand this, that assumptions create an emotionally unsafe environment in your marriage. I want to repeat that because I think that is so important. Assumptions create an emotionally unsafe environment in your marriage. And the key here is self-awareness and becoming aware that you're prone to making assumptions that it can help and that awareness can help you interrupt the pattern and guide yourself to be in a more open frame of mind with your spouse. Number two, acting on raw emotion. Acting on raw emotion. Now, I know nowadays in our culture that we love just to act on our raw emotion. We just have to be ourselves. I got to be me. Why wouldn't you want me to be me? I don't wanna lose myself. But in reality, everything that God gives you, you're called to be a steward or a manager of. Part of that, that responsibility is your emotions. I believe emotions are a gift from God. They're not a curse from God, but they're also there to be managed. be stewarded and letting raw emotions drive us, particularly negative ones, can cause poor communication results. It's more difficult to resolve conflicts and to get some sort of resolution within your marriage when you don't stop to think rationally before you act or speak. Raw emotion can make us reactive, which in turn creates further problems and damages our relationships. In fact, emotions can drive us to say things and do things that we later regret. I don't know if you've ever been in that place where you have said something and as you're saying it, you can almost see the words coming out of your mouth and you just want to take them back in the moment. But that raw emotion can many times lead to very high pride. And what that high pride does is it stands so tall and doesn't want to admit in the moment. I have taken this too far. I have said something I really didn't want to say. I didn't process this. And now that I've hurt you. And so raw emotion leads to great pride and great pride leads to intense hurt. And we got to get to the place where when we get our emotions to a high place where we have to call a timeout, we have to take a breath. We have to center ourselves upon who Christ is and what is best for the marriage. And that's what we start fighting for. You want to help with your emotions. You have to learn how to step yourself back. You need to learn how to pull yourself back and to recognize my emotions are at a place where I cannot have any constructive conversation. I can't have good communication. And so I need to take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, calm myself down, remember what's important and resume this conversation so that my raw emotion is not the thing that destroys the communication between us. The last one. Here's the third roadblock, being critical. Criticism is one of the most damaging attributes in a relationship. Why? Because it breeds resentment and contempt if you allow it to grow. And just like making assumptions, being critical of one another blocks your communication and it creates problems rather than solving them. We have to understand there is a difference between I am a critical thinker and I am a critical person. One, you're a critical thinker where you are giving specific feedback we have to be at the place where we offer constructive feedback to one another that's very healthy but there's a difference between I'm giving feedback about a situation a feedback about a person and then I'm being critical of a person one you're building the other you're tearing down and you're pulling apart We have to watch where we allow criticism to come in because being critical tends to result in the recipient feeling cut down and disrespected. And we have to learn to temper our urge to criticize by first examining ourselves and considering how you might respond if the tables are turned. My mentor used to say that all the time. I used to just ask him, why are you dealing with me um, in this manner where I did something dumb and did something stupid and I thought I ought to be taken to task and he dealt with me but dealt with me with so much more grace than I expected and I used to say, why are you doing this? And he would say, I'm trying to deal with you the way that I would want to be dealt with if I were in your shoes. If I did what you did and I committed what you committed, so to speak. I want to deal with you the way I would want someone to deal with me. We have to learn to temper criticism by first examining ourselves and considering how we might respond if the tables were turned. We have to learn how to do that. We have to mentally trade spaces with our spouse and we have to evaluate that criticism that we've doled out. Why? Because it helps cool our anger. It helps subside the, the frustrations inside of us. Also, it can allow us time to really formulate a more loving way to really convey what the concern is on your heart. See, when we take our criticism and we set it aside and we take the time to see life through our spouse's eyes, we actually get to the place where we can understand them and we will understand a better way to communicate to them because if you're coming at them being critical, they may not hear or even receive anything that you have to give. But when you take a step back, when you see the world through their eyes, when you intentionally step out with a more constructive approach that's going to be there to build them up and to build up the marriage, then you've got a situation for which communication can now thrive. Why? Because your spouse will now hear you and it's set up for something healthy to grow. That's all I've got for you for today. Three roadblocks that I want you to be aware of and I I want you to actually talk with your spouse about this week. Talk about making assumptions, acting on raw emotion, and being critical. Talk about those three three things. Talk about them over a cup of coffee and ask questions to each other. How am I showing these things? Do I even show these three things? And then go to prayer together and keep each other accountable and watch God do an amazing thing by creating health in your relationship. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. We'll see you next week.